0: Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are back with another weekly podcast, True Hill Heat 137. On this edition of True Hill Heat, we will be discussing the latest wrestling news, including update on two huge WWE releases of the week with Bray Wyatt and Ric Flair. Two more superstars with their contract expiring after SummerSlam recap of AEW Dynamite Homecoming with a possible Cody Rose retirement after his main event encounter with Malachi Black. Review of WWE NXT, WWE Raw, Impact Homecoming, Impact on Access TV, and SmackDown, and us hosts will make our individual and collective Mr. SummerSlam slam mount rushmore plus of course a little bit more i am back once again with the princess of all the true heels the british the beautiful the lovely miss chrissy love
1: hey guys what's going on i hope you guys are ready to let me in what's good
0: <laughs> they always are they always are and back with us re build restructure reclaim he is the president of the titan nation the resident true heel alcoholic himself top guy jj Ooh, wow what a, what a week what a week
2: <laughs> and, and i feel like i'm definitely slammed Well, this is gonna be the second episode in a row no alcohol second episode in a row
0: no worries at all. And with us this week, he is—he is. I said before we uh, started recording this one that he is the the new face of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. You have seen him on as the driver of the DeLorean on True Rewind, the man that heads the game on NX Three. He—he is. Alive with you every single Monday following our following Raw with Rated Raw Superstars. So we gotta we gotta bless bless him for his sacrifice Mm -hmm. for that one. And he's been doing the live watch-alongs for AEW Dynamite, your favorite and mine. The connoisseur of reporting himself, the host of the Romeo Report, Mr. Romeo Anthony Cologne.
3: Yay, I'm thrilled to be back here on True Heel Heat. Uh, That was a wonderful introduction. Thank you so much, SP3. My my introduction gets longer and longer by the week.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. You you wear many hats. I didn't even say you do like post production and producing of our live stream. So you're a man of many many hats on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, and we always appreciate you joining us here on the flagship True Hill Heat weekly podcast. Uh, We got to start off things on a a sad note. We lost another member of the wrestling uh, community this week as beautiful Bobby Eaton passed away. We got to send out a rest in peace. uh, Everyone here at True Hill Heat wants to send our condolences to, in my opinion, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. He is most known for being one half of the Midnight Express with Dennis Condry as well as Stan Lane, managed by uh, Jim Cornette. He was also a part of of the Dangerous Alliance with uh, Paul Heyman in WCW. He's been tag team partners with greats like Arn Anderson, been in the ring against Ric Flair. So a pioneer of professional wrestling. A lot of uh, great tweets talking about all his uh, fantastic work. He is a technician and he will be missed. He passed away at 82 years old this week. So send our deepest condolences, our thoughts and prayers to his family. Yes. So, of course, this edition of True Hill Heat is brought to you by our friends over at Powered4TV. You can get one month, 50% off of your first month of Powered4TV by using the promo code SP3. And that is the leading streaming site for independent wrestling in the UK. Of course, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, drop us a like. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content that we got here, live streams almost on a daily basis. Like I said, Romeo does a lot of the producing for our live streams, and we've been putting out more and more content, so want to thank everyone who's been joining us, discovering the channel, but if you haven't already, push that subscribe button and hit the bell to stay notified so you get contacted whenever we have a live stream or new content right here and of course if you're watching the live premiere give us your thoughts on the latest wrestling news in the live chat if you're watching us on replay drop your comment down below in the comment section because we always appreciate the engagement and we do it for you and that's why we start off every true Hill heat with the true heel roll call where we shout out the individuals who are supporting us on our YouTube channel on social media First of all, our top three conversation starters, the True Hill Trinity. Coming in at number three is Kovlet uh, TV. Coming in at number two is Luis Jaden. And coming in at number one, once again, everyone, is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson.
2: I don't seem like that's ever changing. That's right. I've just gotten to the it's never changing. It's been been about two years running on the roll call. As
1: much as he still finds time to make sure that he's still still on top.
0: Still on top. Uh, we 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 already retired his jersey, and he came he back. He's like Michael Jordan.
2: So she's doing. He's pulling a Bruno San Martino run on a roll on a roll call. Indeed,
0: indeed. <laughs> Uh, true heels that we got a shout out Jessica V uh, Dave Newman Jeffrey McClain uh, Miss Joy Wild and Blooded Saint 22 on Twitter Couple of the true Hills supporting us On social media uh, Our YouTube subscriber highlight We got Send green uh, Underscore Oh one commented on your show Romeo Rated raw superstars He says Area Stark uh, Quote Said I quote Lots of people Name their superstars swords and hound said lots of cunts lol it was, it was it has to be tough sitting on the show appreciate the review fellas so thank you for that comment game it- of
3: thrones very nice
0: absolutely game of thrones reference we got our good friend romeo brett thomas commenting on the romeo report we want to say send our big congratulations to brett thomas he just got a new job he joined us on the true rewind uh live stream he said that he plans to join us on this week uh coming up on monday when we go live for in your house good friends better enemies review on the true hill heat youtube channel but he commented on the romeo report number 10 and said bring in jake paul now they got the funds available i'd like to see bray do or witch, and he asks if if keith lee might be next uh, uh. we also got on the romeo report number 10 slamming sammy joe said wyatt rotunda does sound good i was thinking wyndham wyatt though so That was all on the romeo report number 10 that talked about and broke down the news the day it dropped that wwe released Bray Wyatt so that's where our top news is gonna start here we touched on it very slightly on on Replay for True Hill Heat 136 but we're gonna start off True Hill Heat 137 and talk Mm. about in a major Surprise WWE on July 31st released Wyndham Rotunda better known as Bray Wyatt Wyatt had recently been MIA from WWE TV since his loss to Randy Orton at Wrestlemania 37 last April and a (sighs) some great Firefly Funhouse segment the following night on Raw. It was reported earlier this month that he was being kept off of TV for a specific reason, but it was believed to not be any sort of creative issue. PW Insider is reporting that Br- Bray Wyatt had disappeared from WWE's Eternal roster some weeks ago before this news came became official. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laranitis informed Bray Wyatt that he, of his release on Saturday was due to budget cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh Additionally, Wyatt has (laughs) reportedly (laughs) Prepping for an August return And was said to have been booked For some shows before this decision was made Uh, Dave Meltzer uh, I mean Fightful Select had confirmed Earlier updates that Wyatt Had been sent uh, Set to return next month With uh, creative plans in place And it was also noted that the notification Was sent to the talent of WWE Moments before the news Had actually broke online And that it was noted that it was a budget cut to talent as well. Wyatt's name had previously been brought up during earlier uh, recent round of cuts. Multiple wrestlers had been discussed but were ultimately kept. The creative team had been told that Wyatt was getting protective of his character after poor creative decisions and ideas presented to him. However, members of the team didn't talk to him directly and didn't know if this was hearsay. Feifel's report notes that the news of Wyatt's release caused a significant deal of frustration on the roster, along with WWE staff and employees alike, 20 people from WWE reportedly reached out to Fightful and said they didn't believe the budget cut reasoning because hmm. Bray Wyatt is a known money maker for the company. The general consensus is that was that they believed uh, they didn't believe the budget cut reasoning due to Wyatt's known popularity and merchandise sales. It was reportedly well known that Wyatt moved a lot of merchandise in WWE while he was an active talent, even uh, you know merchandise that is. Still on sale for a a cut, a sale discount right now on WWE shop. Additionally, several longtime stars reportedly told Fightful that with Bray Wyatt's release, they no longer feel their jobs are safe with WWE Mm. and... Longer. Despite their positions on the card or prior pushes, keep in mind that in June, WWE released former Universal Champion Braun Strowman, another top talent for the company at the time, when just weeks before he was co-headlined WrestleMania Backlash and a triple threat for the WWE Championship. In light of Bray Wyatt's release this weekend, those fears wrestlers have for their jobs is understandably valid. Dave Melzer on this week's Wrestling Observer Radio said that Wyatt's recent absence from WWE TV. Was due to medical reasons and Wyatt was actually cleared from the medical issue shortly before his release. According to Andrew Zarian of the Matman podcast, there is a lot of frustration from the networks surrounding Wyatt's release, with one network source noting that Wyatt's release is really disappointing and a little scary that top stars are being let go sports mm. illustrated has confirmed reports from earlier in the week that bray wyatt was dealing with medical issues prior to his release according to the latest report wyatt had an undisclosed physical ailment that kept him out of action uh, since wrestlemania it was noted that wyatt was finally cleared to return on thursday of last week just two days before he was released from the company and he had signed a multi a multi-million dollar deal in 2020 that included a 90-day non compete cause. It was suggested that if he hadn't signed the new deal, he likely would be able to go elsewhere immediately. Wyatt has seemed to indicate in a posting that he would be returning somewhere with a group called the Cult of Wyndham. His brother, Taylor Rotunda, formerly known as Bo Dallas, was released in April, while his sister, Mika, at one time was in WWE system but didn't make it to NXT television. The question becomes the landing point for Bray Wyatt now. His name value is uh, is such that most companies would have some interest in him. The character that he used in WWE wouldn't fit well, of course, in AEW, but that isn't to say they couldn't modify it in some form. He's mm. a contemporary of Cody Rhodes since the Rhodes and Mullican family were very close over the decades. So, that's a lot to de- digest, a lot mm-hmm. to take in. But we'll start with Top Guy J.J. this week. What is your thoughts on Bray Wyatt's release? And what does it say about the current backstage environment of WWE?
2: Even though it's reported budget cuts, I still call it bullshit. I I, I still don't buy it. I still don't buy that all you had to do was put the man on television and he would make you the money that you're so-called trying to save. No matter how, no matter what his popularity was. I obviously love me some Bray Wyatt. I absolutely hated his booking, hated it because this was what it was kind of it was going to kind of come down to this. Like Mm -hmm. when you put him back on TV, how are you going to present him? How are you going to bring him back? What element you're gonna bring him back? Like that's that WrestleMania shit was like his nail in the coffin when he came back as the burnt fiend, and then he came back a completely new man for WrestleMania, and then lost in a clean match to Randy Orton to one R- one RKO. Haven't seen him again since, and, and that's just based the the history of his of his character for me is
1: mm-hmm.
2: he gives them probably the best ideas that they have in the company, and then they shit on it like two months later. With book matches, like the Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. Like the clean loss to Bill Goldberg. How do you keep rebuilding something that the company just wants to put their hand in and say, oh, I want my hand on this. And it doesn't work. And now you're going to give us this nonsensical reason to say, oh, we're doing budget cuts? We're doing budget cuts. No, you're not. You just don't know what to do with him. You clearly don't know what to do with the man. And he, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope he just saw the bullshit on the wall and said, you know what? Let me go. I, I hope, I hope that's what it is. Because wherever he lands, he will change the landscape of whatever company he goes to. Because of his creative genius, he can he can probably end up becoming one of the bookers when he's done with wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. he, he is that intelligent. And, and for the locker room, honestly, yeah, I would... If I would not feel so secure with my position in the company. When you can be presented as somebody like The Fiend, you get your own belt, you get multiple shirts, one that the beautiful Miss Chrissy Love is wearing right now, his, his presence is money. No matter mm-hmm. what anybody, his presence is money. No matter what you thought of him on the car, no matter what you thought of him booking-wise, when that man came on your screen... You paid attention. You paid attention no matter what you thought of the man. And, yeah, now you got the lesser talents looking at him like, yo, y'all just got rid of a genius. And I don't even give y'all ideas. And, and y'all mm-hmm. cut him? W- w- what does that mean for us? <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, if your contract is just expiring in WWE, yo, make plans to go elsewhere.
0: Chrissy love what is your what was your reaction to Ray Wyatt's uh, release and what do you think the ramifications will be for WWE as far as like the locker room and the other talent?
1: First of all, um, I watched the rumor report when it you know when the news broke because we had to like talk about it and even I was like damn we just dropped our video and he's like we didn't, we couldn't even speak about it, but anywho, um, it's just sad to see that they just dropped a cash cow, because even when he wasn't on TV, he was still making money for them. So just like JJ said, I call it I call it bullshit, because there's no way that you guys don't have any money. You you guys made plenty of deals during this whole panorama as we're still in, and. There's no reason why you guys don't have the money, and you guys made him sign a deal so that you wouldn't let him go any other place. So I call it B- BS. Um, it just shows that, like any other work company, and when you see someone get fired, you're like, damn, why did they get fired? Everyone else is like, damn, we're not safe no more. It just shows, like any other company, any other working hard person that's that's out here that is a restless plan. You know how your your company is, and you knew you knew how that one person that gets laid off you're like damn well why did what happened to them what did they do well now everyone has to be on their p's and q's and dot their i's because no one is safe now and just because that he's been home and you just like sp said he was supposedly supposed to come back on the thursday so he could have been back on probably on smackdown on that friday who knows but he would just anytime he has come out he would get a pop regardless if he looked like bullshit we still would pop once we heard that music. And for you guys to let that go, he's going to shine somewhere else so, so big. And I mean, the people that will be with him will be great. I hope he calls all the boys that, he was, that was in the um, Wyatt family, go somewhere else, and y'all all will be big together. Because what they did is just BS. And it's like they keep letting it go one by one by one by one by one. All of their stars, big stars at that one by one by one. No one is safe.
0: No one is safe. Indeed. We got to talk about a lot of this on the romeo report me myself Romeo and true draw josh shout out to him But romeo, um, one of the latest things that i've come out is you know certain wwe superstars have commented on it Of course, alexa bliss made a comment. Uh, you know thanking him for what he did for her uh, Other talent like uh, mickey james former talent very uh, you know Judgmental or uh critical of wwe Treatment of Bray Wyatt Giving it to his character to other people And then There was Ronda Rousey Ronda oh, Rousey y'all
1: wonder why I give her the same energy all the time
0: ronda rousey tweeted out uh, a few days ago i've seen you same fans chanting hashtag we want wyatt last night chanting we want beach balls over bray wyatt performing if the wwe treated him like he was expendable it was because you ungrateful idiots did first Romeo, what's your thoughts on what Ronda Rousey had to say? And does she have any credence uh, behind what she's saying, (laughs) blaming the fans for Bray Wyatt being released?
3: It's funny because it's so random. Like, Ronda has sort of moved on with her life. She doesn't really tweet about wrestling for the most part. So this is where she steps in. And you know what? I kind of love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Fuck you the you guys fans. love anything that she does. Oh, fans. my God.
3: Fickle, fickle fans. Now, I've thrown a beach ball once or twice. <laughs> it was like the biggest party of the summer. You know, it was a beach ball, you know? And it was after a dark match. I didn't throw it at Cesaro, you know? Well, that's my saving grace as far as the beach ball is called. But, yeah, fans are fickle. Fans are fickle, but I don't know if right now was the right time to say that as far as Bray Wyatt goes, because Bray Wyatt is, for the most part, uh, pretty universally loved by fans in uh, WWE. Um, to me, this was a story of Nick Khan. You know, Nick Khan, Vince McMahon loves Nick Khan. Great businessman, getting deals for the company, Fox deal, Tyson Fury brought him in. But Nick Khan, it's not, it doesn't strike me as a fan of wrestling or these wrestlers. Like, I don't know if he, he doesn't have a sense of who's important on the roster. Merch sales alone should have told you this guy was important. Yes. Like, it's like he its like he looked at the roster and said, he saw the salaries, how much people are making, and was like, this guy, Bray Wyatt, hardly works. Why are we paying him so much? Without knowing <laughs> why he hardly works, because he's wants to be featured an in attraction. But this falls on Vince McMahon, as well as the people around Vince McMahon, because I guarantee you, if Nick Conway said, why are we paying Roman Reigns so much money?
1: Get him out of mm-hmm.
3: here. Yep. That yep. man would have been the first one to say, no, we're not doing that.
1: Right. Right. There you go. That's where he
3: draws the line. Where's Bruce Fitcher? That part. Where's, where's mm-hmm. Hunter? Where's Stephanie? Right. I'm, I'm sure they all heard those loud ass, we want Wyatt chants in Chicago during Goldberg Bobby Lashley.
1: So, oh, my God. See, get rid of so Goldberg. I,
3: I, go and I, I, Other than John Cena, Roman
2: Reigns, Becky Lynch, and probably Daniel Bryan from Stretching when he was with the company. Who the hell outsells Bray Wyatt in merch?
0: Maybe the New
4: Daniel Day. The New Day.
0: I thought I was well, struck with Daniel Bryan. Day. New Day probably is on, has been... How like, about I say,
1: New Day is definitely on that list, for sure.
2: But so they took like like his whole gimmick and gave it, gave it away.
0: away. So, $7, he's $7, in top five. so
2: basically he's in top five. Right. Yeah. So you get rid of a top five merch guy because you you don't got the money for it. he all you got to do is put out fucking product for him. All you gotta do is put it out and we'll buy it.
1: Oh, damn, I should have wore the mask. My right, kids, damn, got the merch. <laughs> Yo, I got all the merch. Bought, it, man?
2: People bought a fucking title that cost seven <laughs> thousand <They> dollars. <laughs> the didn't. title cost seven
1: grand.
3: It's it sad that but
1: they really did do like, that. It's so sad. Ugh. Made a
3: great Halloween costume.
1: It made a great ho- man. I shouldn't I was I should get the mask. Bray but I'm not.
2: And, you know, and Bray, he just has a cult. His fans are a cult. hmm
1: mm-hmm. So
2: they're just gonna follow him wherever the hell he goes. They Definitely. invested so
3: much in him. He had a whole damn Firefly funhouse built.
2: Yeah. I think we What's could say- spend the entire podcast talking about how much of a genius this guy is, and that's what always pissed me off about his booking. Yeah, I never disliked him as a person, as a performer, because he is a fucking genius. Look at the fucking match at WrestleMania 36. That wasn't a match. Look yeah. at the Firefly Funhouse. That was all him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you get rid of that intelligence? You get rid of that intelligence?
3: Because you're trying to save a few bucks by switching to Geico? <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's
3: going to happen you know. with all those puppets? Are they are we, are we are going to be... Uh... Lost and scattered Shit. in the world. We're going to have to look for
1: memorabilia. They're going go, to yep. go find Lily and probably go beat her up maybe. It
2: is such bullshit.
1: So speaking of wherever he goes
0: next, that's my final question about this topic here. Let's start with Chrissy Love. Where do you see Bray Wyatt heading next? Do you think that he's going to head to a different promotion? Or maybe WWE realizes their mistake and uh bring him back in. What do you think is going to happen?
1: I hope he doesn't do like Zelina Vega and go back. You should leave friend. Just, just take the, just, you don't need to be with them because like everyone has said on this, this show, he will go somewhere and he will be a cash cow. He has to leave. He cannot be his, he can't be the genius that he is there. They're going to keep him in a bubble as they kept him in a bubble. There's no way that, that he can go. He can stay there. He can't stay. Is Don't go back. I don't care if they money might make people do stupid stuff, but you know, damn it
0: has before
1: it has damn okay i would i would prefer if he don't go back he, he shouldn't go back he he should not go back um i feel like he should be in a soul cliche because you know i think he should be a part of the dark order and, and rename the whole group and go somewhere else or make a new group and maybe the people from the dark order you know will follow him i don't know but i think that that will be one of like the best places for him to go right now
0: uh, Romeo, what about you? Where do you see Bray Wyatt going, or do you see him returning to WWE?
1: The
3: Dark Order um, is a good idea, because he, the Dark Order does need a new friend, since uh, their other friend uh, wants well, to go be friends we, with other people. Right, we talk right. We we'll that, that. later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely AEW. Uh, so his creative mind can be unleashed. But I absolutely see one day, they always come back. He'll be back in WWE. There's, there, there'll mm-hmm. be money in a reunion, and they won't turn it down.
0: JJ,
2: If it's about money If it's all about money He'll go back to the WWE But if he cares about his character All he has to do is give a phone call To Malachi Black Mm. To understand the Mm. freedom That you got as soon as you get Somewhere else to see where your Ideas go You don't want to be somewhere where The only thing they're handing you is a check But if it's all about money He's going back to the E but if he ain't caring about that, if he cares about his his character and he wants to be treated with respect that he deserves, AEW is the most obvious destination. That that is that is the most there is a plethora of fucking angles that he can have there. My mm-hmm. God, we can go down a whole list of what he can do there.
1: It's true
0: could potentially see uh, Snow White and the Seven Doors of AEW, Hangman Page and Dark Order celebrating the fact that Hangman Page is the new champion, and then the Cult of Wyndham comes into the company. Maybe Bray Wyatt, yeah, boat yeah. the former Bo Dallas, and Braun Strowman come in all as one as the cult of Wyndham. There's a lot of interesting uh places for him to go. But honestly, I feel like WWE with the amount of people that are upset behind the scenes as well as with the networks, they're gonna come knocking and offer him a new deal. Might not be as much as he was offered in 2020, but I think they will come back to him and that would probably be the best offer as far as money goes for Roy Wyatt, but I do agree mm. with you guys that probably the best for how he's been treated is for him to go elsewhere.
2: Or if you want to just make it even quicker, ask Mr. Malachi or Tommy Ann if you can make a quick call to his
0: wife and see how things
3: is going on that side.
0: Also very true.
3: That reflects uh, so poorly on management. It's like you shot yourself in the foot. Like, oh we should sign this guy because he, bring him back. When you just had him, had him. <laughs>
0: Right That's what, what they is, do like, That's what, what are they are trying to prove
2: though. here Like what point are you trying to prove That y'all could just cut people And re them Cause y'all got that kind of power It makes no sense It makes no sense
0: Well they have been on a spree Of that this week yes. Which moves yes. us on To the next <laughs> subject Which is yeah. Ric Flair Being released From Ooh. WWE Uh WWE First officially of cut yeah. ties With Ric Flair On August 2nd And officially announced it On August 3rd Uh It was mm. noted that In WWE statement They did not Uh uh, Do the usual line of wishing him well in his future endeavors uh, Both sides <laughs> have been quiet about what happened, but it was reported in many places He asked for his release those those in the company are claiming that it was a Vince McMahon decision and not a mutual decision Flair uh, claimed he asked for his release. There are many other factors in play including McMahon looking at cutting salaries and Flair uh, having a high one and perhaps thinking that he could get a deal with AEW that would give him more television exposure. Apparently, he sent a message to Vince complaining about the creative involving his daughter, this is according to Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, and that apparently led to the company cutting ties with him. Flair's uh, public statement on the matter said, I am officially able to respond to all press related to my requested release from WWE, which they have given me. I want to make it v- really clear with everyone that I'm not upset with WWE, at all. They solely are responsible for putting me in the position of life that I'm in right now where, I've, where I'm where i seen in the brightest light ever. We have a, a different vision for my future. I wish them nothing but continued success. Thank you for everything. Nothing but respect. Flair is 72 years old and was under a tremendous ambassador contract with WWE earning significantly more money on his current deal than he even made in his uh his best years as world champion in Mm -hmm. WCW which is probably (laughs) another reason he in the big picture isn't going to knock them publicly Another reason is he'll do nothing that he believes could negatively impact his daughter's Charlotte uh, Flair's career Which Romeo is very happy to here although multiple sources uh say he did complain to mcmahon about the creative perhaps that led to the quick trigger since wwe has been cutting costs and being paid a top star salary while not wrestling could play a part in this as well as or perhaps the the situation just got heated to where it ended the long relationship between the two sides romeo i will go to you first what are your thoughts on rick flair being granted his release from wwe
3: um what was it that he didn't like about creative? Was it the uh, unrealistic booking of Ric Flair being against his own daughter and trying to get uh with another young girl, uh Lacey Evans, like
1: and
0: impregnating her.
1: Yeah,
3: that's And too. making her pregnant,
1: <laughs> yeah. How about so you've got that one big thing I might,
3: that happened? I'd Um Ric Flair, take it easy. We don't need Charlotte being punished. Uh we need to get mm-hmm. to sixteen time and then eventually seventeen time before John Cena does. Uh it's not looking bright so far. But yeah, Ric Flair, uh, he was getting paid a lot of handsome money to really pretty much do nothing, except for a rare appearance, you know. Uh, (laughs) I probably would have kept that gig, but maybe he just wants more of the spotlight, wants to be on TV more, you know. Uh, If they didn't already just give Andrade Chavo Guerrero, I think he would have been a nice uh, uh, manager for Andrade, mouthpiece. Mm. that
0: would have been nice but speaking of that i will ask you chrissy and jj where do you see if if anywhere uh rick flair shows up on wrestling television again start with you chrissy
1: um he doesn't need to be on television really i mean he'll he'll have pops wherever he goes but enjoy life be retired stay home like you don't it's still it's pandemic still Go just stay home. You don't have to be on TV. We know who you are. You've done everything that you have possibly needed to do. But if you want to make appearances here and there, you know, get a little, you know, wave your, you're in a white flag and say hello and give a woo, that'd be great. Um, if he has to do that,
3: very nice. Then,
1: thank you. Um, then maybe he can go. Where would he be at? very utilized? Go say hi to Dustin in the AEW, I guess. Um, but he doesn't. I think he doesn't need to be on any type of show right now. I think he just should stay home and enjoy retired life. Make yep. open a store, or you know, do tours. He could be with Offset and all of them. Do that. They love him. You know, all hip hop stars love him. He's great.
0: He did talk about uh, coming out with his own brand of wine. So that's one thing that he can do yeah. outside the wrestling world. <laughs> He's uh, retired. JJ like
1: all other senior citizens, you know.
0: <laughs> where do you see uh Flair showing up next, if anywhere?
2: He'll make a one-off appearance in any of these other companies. Like he'll he'll yeah. show up anywhere where there's relevance, but it'll probably be a one off. At the end of the day, it's basically him and WWE got into an argument. They broke up, <laughs> they'll have a conversation, <laughs> they'll be back together again. This shit ain't lasting long. Rick Flair's old. He's gonna he' gonna have his grumpy, he have his grumpy <laughs> attitude. He' gonna be mad about some things, and then he' gonna be all right, all right. You know what? I, I, I deserve the respect. I'm the greatest of all time. And then all of a sudden, you realize
1: ain't hey, shit out there. You're gonna come right back. Paul like, definitely will definitely call him. Yeah, definitely. like he, he, he they'll make like, probably make Sean gonna, do it.
2: This this is just basically two siblings having an argument. They split up for a little while. He might make the, the 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 other sibling mad by showing up somewhere once. And then, and then that's it. Like, and then he'll be back.
0: I can probably say they gotta happen in the building
3: there. for uh, John Cena going for number seventeen. Um, uh,
0: apparently, yeah. he won't. He won't uh, if it's happening at SummerSlam. Uh, but we gotta move on to our final top news story, which also has to do with contracts expiring or potential people leaving WWE. Don't uh, you love it! Don't you love Adam, this money saving episode? Adam Cole and
1: that's Pete Dunne money savers.
0: Adam Cole and Pete hey, Dunne's catra- contracts are apparently set to expire after SummerSlam. Wrestling oh, Inc. Up. first broke the news that Adam Cole's WWE contract is set to expire following SummerSlam weekend. Fightful Select provided an update stating that Cole's contract had already been extended from its original, uh, originally intended expiration expi- uh, date after the Great American Bash this year. While it was assumed that Cole's deal was up in December WWE sources have noted that the deal was initially done in early July. This was a shock to those at the top of the company as they only realized the deal was expiring shortly before the end of the deal. According to sources, Cole agreed to work through SummerSlam and reconsider things. They put over Cole for being open to working longer instead of just showing up somewhere else kind of like Malachi Black did, without any notice from WWE. It's unknown if it was a verbal agreement or if he actually signed a short-term extension. At one point, it was thought that Cole had signed a new deal when WWE and the USA Network agreed to air NXT on the network. There was said to be frustration and heat in the company that Cole's contract nearly expired without anyone knowing. But Cole was said to be easy to work with about it. PW Insider had confirmed that the contract of Adam Cole expires uh, this summer, and that the news surprised several WWE executives. The belief among them was that Cole was uh, was set to remain through J- January 2022. WWE sources were said to be frustrated that the news is now public. The timing of the company learning of Cole's contract lines up with the timing of the exit of Canyon Seaman as head of talent relations. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez addressed the subject on on this week's uh, Wrestling Observer Radio and how Cole's situation might be connected to WWE's recent release of the former executive Canyon Seaman. Uh, When Meltzer asked if Seaman was let go because he might have botched the Adam Cole situation, Alvarez stated that while he doesn't know that for sure, he knows from talking to people that they presume that that's why he ended up being axed. Alvarez added that he heard Canyon Seaman's name being tied to the situation where WWE officials found out that Cole's contract had expired in July. According to FIFO, as previously noted, both Cole and many people within WWE had been hoping to keep the situation quiet and with an understanding that it would, it would, kept, it would be kept close to the vest in terms of this status. Uh, others reportedly argued that the potential of his deal expiring should be publicized due to the competitive nature of the wrestling world. FIFU also notes that WWE sources have confirmed that Cole has not received a new contract offer from the company as of yet, though a person of influence in WWE stated that it's obviously planned in the future. Additionally, the report reiterates that all indications are that Cole has a great relationship with the higher-ups within the NXT brand. As a free agent, Cole would be able to start whenever he would want to if he decided to leave, as there are not, there are no non-compete calls for contract aspirations. Those close to the situation have said that he is negotiating a new deal with NXT, but uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter first reported that AEW had made an offer as well, and he had not agreed to either offer as of midweek, but Dave Meltzer recently just tweeted out on Friday that Tony Khan confirmed that he has not offered Adam Cole a deal as of yet. Fightful Select also reports on Thursday that Cole uh, isn't the only one with a contract coming up, as Pete Dunne's deal is also set to expire in the near future. One source said that it would be up after SummerSlam weekend, but that hasn't been confirmed with WWE as of yet. Let's start with Miss Christy Love. What are your thoughts on Adam Cole's deal expiring after SummerSlam, and how surprised are you that WWE had yet another contract blunder following Malachi Black situation?
1: Um, someone should be in charge of their contracts. Uh, obviously, someone is not looking or taking care of none of these things. Um, so, I'll apply. I,
3: WWE, are you hiring? I'll, I'll apply. I mean, I, can I, I can look at the contracts. S-
1: same. It's, it's not totally. a hard job. I will drive. I'll drive to Stanford, sure. It's 2 hours away, but I'll drive. Great. Um but um yeah, it just shows the lack of of there I don't know if the budget cuts they can't hire anyone to look at the um these these contracts or, or stay on top of these things. Um I mean, you have a whole corporate building. What are you what are you hiring these people to do? What are they doing over there? I don't know. What are your attorneys doing? Like what's happening? They they need to st- get on top of this. Not sure what's happening over there. Um, I'm very shocked that they let some of these things go, you know, fall through the cracks. And you're not, not on top of this. This is a billion-dollar company, and you're doing mediocre stuff like this. This is very, very sad. But, again, this is WWE, so we're not surprised at all, you know? It's the same shit. Um, anything that happens to them, I, I'm just like, okay. I, I can't even be sh- in shocked anymore. Like, nothing is, like, surprising anymore to us anymore. You know, just like, hmm, okay yeah you're doing this no problem now, um I don't know if they'll they'll probably try to resign them back because I mean that's an xt I mean <laughs> you can make these new kids come up there, but you know the brand is behind these people's names, and if you're smart, you would want to keep them there because uh, there's lots of people that have their their hands and papers ready and money to give all the all way to them, so
0: It seems like a very good time to be a free agent in professional wrestling for sure. So that leads me to top guy JJ. Do you believe Adam Cole will re-sign with WWE? Or do you think that he may take a deal if an offer is made from AEW?
2: For Adam Cole, it's a little bit tougher. Because he has been treated well by the WWE. So he's been treated well in the NXT you know universe like he has been booked as a pretty prime superstar there so this is a decision that he's just going to have to make off of what he wants and i think he wants more i hope he wants more but does that mean main roster i don't know i don't know how well that worked last time he was in the main roster he spent the week on smackdown and raw and then you know he won all his matches and nobody remembers that <laughs> but um <laughs> so I think we go to basically what does he want? Does he want to take the next step? Does he want to take it and and really capitalize on basically having a storyline with the elite? Does do we want that? Mm-hmm. Do we want to really complete your wrestling circle because you've done it all in NXT. You're stale in NXT at this point. There's nothing left for you over there. We don't know if the main roster, other than SmackDown. If he goes to SmackDown, he might survive over there. But if he goes to Raw, good luck.
1: No, but, don't do that. Don't I mean, go even, there, going to,
0: even, even going to SmackDown, I mean, That's we... A, yeah, we, even going to SmackDown. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty crowded on SmackDown. Uh, Finn Balor just came back, and three weeks later, he's up against Baron Corbin again on the main so, roster. Oh, yeah, we're not oh going
2: to talk, yeah, <laughs> talk about how, yeah, how y'all... Listen, it, I blame the fans for any feedback that Baron Corbin gets for his character, his role. That's the fans' fault. <laughs> if y'all know he don't sucks... Don't
0: Baron Corbin's Man. character works, but the fact that Finn Balor is versing him again, that's the issue.
2: Because they seem that they feel like Baron Corbin is somewhat over. So, this is apparently a good match for Finn Balor.
0: No, it's not. When he feuded with him nonstop oh, in we know, 2018. Oh, we know
2: this. Oh, we know this is horrible. This is the worst thing Finn Balor could have came back to. He might as well stayed his ass in NXT and have some more matches with Pete Dunne. Like, like. This is this is the problem that we're all fearing if you go to the to the main roster is the the what you think they're thinking is good when we clearly know that it's not. And if he goes to the place that we know is obvious as hell, there ain't gonna be no bad decisions there because there's too much going on over there.
0: It's too much going on over there. He's got a great relationship with of course the EVPs, the young bucks being his good friends, Kenny Omega. He has a story that never got capitalized on by Ring of Honor and New Japan, and of course his girlfriend is the AEW World and Woman's then Champion. Get the B- women's
2: shirt, it's like it it, it just it's kind of like, yo, you better you better pitch me some shit because I could go right down the road and one beat with my patent what well, I'm going to probably marry this girl. Mm -hmm. be be with her And, and, and then I could get to do my job and have creative freedom oh talk to me, talk to me fucking nice talk to me nice
0: they're going to WWE is going to have to give Adam Cole the bag if his two options is yeah, stay in definitely. stay in NXT and stay stale because you've accomplished everything, you're a Triple Crown winner, the longest reigning NXT champion of all time, you already completed my undisputed era story so I can't even kick it with my boys anymore or go to the main roster Why? and wind up like Karrion and Cross or Keith Lee. So uh, I will ask you Romeo, oh about the said
1: that. Oof. I will
0: ask you about the other end of this report with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is a little bit different of a situation although he's accomplished everything he can in NXT UK. He has just recently last year uh, the beginning of last year late 2019 came over to NXT. uh is trying to work with him to get him a visa. So do you think Pete Dunne's going to re-sign with WWE or is he going to head elsewhere?
3: Yeah, that's the big difference between Pete Dunne and Adam Cole is that Pete Dunne hasn't done everything there is to do in NXT. Um, he's still only 27 years old,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: it looks like NXT recently yeah. has been taking him more seriously. They have they got him aligned with Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, and they just brought back Rich Holland. It could be a heavy for him, like a bodyguard and all that. They've been teasing a Samoa Joe feud. It looks like Samoa Joe is about to become NXT champion. At uh, takeover, so that's a ready-made title shot, NXT title shot. So they got you; they're treating you like a big deal in NXT. You could do like a, a five-year deal with NXT, and then uh, get out at 32 because by then uh, you will have done everything there is to do in NXT. The main roster is probably not going to take you seriously, just like Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee. Uh, get out at 32 years old; you're still young. You can go to AEW then, and I won't blame him either way. What he does now. I think he's closer to a top spot in NXT now than he would be in AEW now.
0: I agree with you there. It's so, two different situations, mm-hmm. but we will keep you updated on both of these situations as we get closer to SummerSlam weekend. But Can we got him. A-
3: yeah. One more, I um, the main roster, they don't really take you seriously unless, for some reason, unless you're 35 years old, 35 to 40. Uh, when you're in that young age bracket, they. You get, you get squashed. You, you, you don't get tickets. Look at Big E. Just got the briefcase. He's 35 years old.
0: Yeah. They like, they like we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time to put you. Don't <laughs>
4: worry.
2: <laughs> and Bobby Lashley is just living up to his potential finally. He's 44.
4: To follow an update with our top news story involving Adam Cole, Fightful Select reports that Adam Cole was at Friday Night SmackDown behind the scenes backstage in a high-level meeting with Vince McMahon. Apparently, company officials decided to meet with the upcoming free agent to see if WWE can re-sign him. The meeting was supposed to be with Vincent Man, Triple H and other high-level executives trying to lock down what could be one of the biggest free agents of 2021. Sean Wasap had a full report on it and it was recorded through FIFO Select on Friday afternoon. In another bit of shocking news to add to our top news story. WWE has made it's latest batch of mass cuts. Shamar Sapp of Fightful Select made the announcements during Friday Night Smackdown that 13 different NXT talent had been released, headlined by former North American Champion Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed won the North American Championship on May 18th of this year and lost the title just last month following multiple reports from sources and platforms that the star was getting main roster dark match tryouts in lieu to him becoming a main roster talent and getting called up. The reason why he lost the North American Championship to Isaiah Swarpscott Scott last night was in lieu to him getting called up to the main roster as soon as this October's WWE Draft. The star also confirmed the release on his Twitter and tagged AEW, Impact Wrestling, and Ring of Honor. Also joining Bronson Reed in these mass cuts was none other than former NXT Tag Team Champion and member of the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish had been used sparingly since the breakup of Undisputed Era and returning from a serious bicep injury this comes as a big shock considering the news that Adam Cole was having a meeting with Vince Man in lieu to him re-signing with the company and then one of his good friends and running buddies in the Undisputed Era are released on the same day. Also joining Fish and Reed was Jake Atlas, one of the stars of independent wrestling and a good friend of Jungle Boy. Uh, AEW had been looking at both Jungle Boy and Jake Atlas prior to them, si- to them signing. Jake Atlas was taken up by WWE in an attempt to keep him away from AEW, and then just 18 months to 2 years later, he is cut. Ery Sterling also joins this latest batch of cuts. The formerly known as Alex Alexane just signed with the company just 7 to 8 months ago and is already released. Connor Reeves is also a part of these mass releases. The star had been with NXT for a number of years and had been talked of very highly by coaches and officials in WWE. Leon Ruff, former North American champion, who just, who just won the title last October and lost it at the end of 2020, is released with the company. He was also featured on this week's 205 Live episode. Also joining this mass cut's Steven Smith, Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, formerly known as Anthony Henry, who was signed following the closure of Evolve, is also a part of this list. He was also signed about eight to nine months ago. Giant Zizuri, and the two other big names are part of these mascots, Mercedes Martinez, who just suffered a concussion from Zia Lee just a number of weeks ago on NXT. The star was also a part of the Retribution stable just last year before she decided to head back to NXT following the mixed reviews, to say the least, of the Retribution stable. She had been a part of the Robert Stone brand and actually had a shot at, at Raquel Gonzalez NXT Women's Championship just this year and was on NXT In Your House TakeOver just a couple of months ago. A shocking bit of uh, releases there. Also, Desmond Troy uh, was added to this list. And then finally, Tyler Rust. Tyler Rust was a part of the Diamond Line stable that just debuted and was pushed very heavily a part of the new Cruiserweight division focus. Tyler Rust was the diamond in the rust of the uh, diamond line stable, uh, being managed by Malcolm Bivens. The stable has been pushed very strongly, but it seems that they have already lost a member. These batch of cuts come as a shock to multiple uh, wrestlers according to Fightful Select and is a sad day. We hope that all these talents bounce back on their feet. But this is another shocking bit of releases, which puts the number since April of 2021 to 43 different superstars being released from WWE. In a crazy week of releases. We hope that all these talents are doing well mentally and will bounce back on their feet in an open market of professional wrestling that has AEW, MLW, ROH, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and independent promotions looking to take up all these great talents. We will keep you updated on more information next week. On true Hill heat 138 and you can also watch the romeo report number 11 with our with our very own romeo and myself reviewing these Latest batch of releases
0: We gotta move on guys. We gotta move on to what we missed We'll kind of keep this a little bit shorter because we had so much to talk about in the top news But we got to first start off with aew dynamite homecoming which drew 1.102 million viewers the fourth straight week with a million viewers for aew dynamite the main event saw wow. malachi black make his in-ring debut for the company convincingly dominating and destroying awesome. cody Rhodes in just totally. a few minutes and an incredible debut for him his entrance and theme were badass he hit a knee oh. to cody knocking him off the top to- the top rope into a table at ringside when Cody returned to the ring to break the 10 count, he got hit with the black mask for the win. Very similar to what happened with Brody Lee and Cody just one year ago when uh, Brody became the TNT champion. Uh, following the match, though, Cody cut what seemed to be a retirement speech of sorts and went to remove his boots to leave in the ring. But Black nailed him with a crutch and said that it was his moment. So, although we got the tease of retirement, more than likely, it's not happening. But we also, we also got more drama with the <laughs> Elite, Hangman, Page, and the Dark Order, as Paige broke up with the Dark Order seemingly, saying that he failed them last week and he needed to take care of this on his own. <laughs> the Elite cut a promo with many Easter eggs, <laughs> including uh, Kenny Omega rocking a Cookie Monster shirt. Cookie Monster's initials are CM. For CM Punk uh, and <laughs> to and to who is coming into uh, AEW? There was also references to Ric Flair oh. and the Bollywood boys. And Breeze Angle, apparently. Uh, Page was then confronted by the elite in the ring who jumped him with Evil Uno and Stu Grayson holding back the rest of the Dark Order, trying to listen to Hangman Page's wishes. After deposing of uh, Kazarian, who tried to make the save, the Young Bucks hit their three BTE triggers on Paige, and Kenny nailed him with the AEW World title. In seemingly, it seemed like an angle to write off Hangman Page, as he will apparently not be getting the shot at the AEW. EW world title at all out as we mentioned last week on True Hill Heat one thirty seven. We also had Chris Jericho. Guys, guys,
3: sit. Did you see when Hangman went to talk to the Dark Order that he left a disc behind?
0: Yes, I see that he left a disc on the table. We we do not know what it's about yet, but we will probably have to uh, see next week on AEW Dynamite. Uh, you don't think it's like Jer-
3: big booty girls forty seven or anything
0: like that, right? No, no, I don't think it's I don't think it's that. Even though I think John Silver would love that. Uh, Chris Jericho defeated Juventus Guerrera in a t- with a top rope Judas effect in the third labor of Jericho after the match war low attack both men and MJF announced that he will be the fourth labor with MJF in Warlow's corner Christian beat the blade and was announced as the number one contender for the AEW world championship John Moxley Eddie Kingston and Darby Allen beat Daniel Garcia and 2.0 the former ever rise in a a fun six man tag team matchup Miro defeated Lee Johnson to retain the TNT championship Layla Hirsch beat the bunny to face uh, Camille for the nwa women's world title at nwa empower and red velvet challenge Britt baker for an aew women's world title match on the debut of rampage so a lot to unpack from aew dynamite homecoming this week but i will go to you first top guy jj what was your thoughts on malachi black's debut
2: when when, when you could do something like chef's kiss when you can chef's kiss something and you just literally just said, just just listen to the man talk and listen to the man pitch what's in their brains. There are, there are select few guys that you can see they can touch into that dark side that has this creative genius mm-hmm. that's inside of them and just let them rock. Let them go. Stop trying to stranglehold their characters and let them be. This was absolute perfect. This was perfection, and you know what? We we give him a lot of shit on this channel, but props to Cody fucking Rose. Props to Cody fucking Rose for this one because he's done this to to Darby mm-hmm. Allen, for Brody Lee, he's done this also for Malachi MJF, and for MJF, and he put himself in a position to make Chris Jericho the biggest star in AEW by eliminating himself out of the title picture forever. Cody mm-hmm. has taken some massive massive L's for the shit that we have been giving him shit for. Yeah. And yeah, we we you know we shit on the American hero and all of that, but he he steps up <laughs> for this company boy. He steps up for this company <laughs> he did it yet again by getting squashed when he did not have to by Malachi Black in a perfect picture. The perfect foot on the chest picture, the spot like this is all beautiful. And then Typical, what we think is Cody grandstanding moment. Malachi is like, get them. <laughs> nah, bro, not in a losing effort. This shit ain't about you. <laughs> like, it's my shit. Like, come on, I can't, you can't ask for more. You can't ask for anything else. This was, this was perfectly done. This is perfectly done.
0: Great work indeed. Uh Chrissy, what's your thoughts on the latest with the elite hangman page and dark order and hangman page not getting the shot at all out against the for the AEW World Championship? And Christian seeming like he will be the number one contender.
1: Um, I feel like they're saving Hangman and Omega for something much bigger. Um, I'm not sure why they want to wait, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Um, But this is what they do. They they have these long storylines. They drag them out. This is what we're used to. We're used to great stories. And this is a story that has been going on for a long time. And it's going to go out with a bang. So that's what I feel like. They're like, let's pump, pump the brakes just a little bit. And let's hold off. And let's do something else. Let's put Christian there because Christian is definitely not going to win. But it's great that he's, you know, let's put showcase him. Let him be on top for right now. But Hangman will be in the background waiting patiently with his cup of, a cup of bourbon.
0: Yes, he will. He will be ready. Be, who knows? Who, who knows? Who knows indeed? But a lot of good stuff happening on AEW Dynamite Homecoming, a lot to take in from the episode. We also got to talk about WWE NXT. They drew 520K on sci-fi this week, being preempted by the Olympics on USA Network. Uh Johnny Gargano defeated Dexter Loomis in a love her a loser match in the main event. But Indy Hartwell got her man. So sad. And uh so sad. Kissed Kiss Loomis to end the show, so Index lives. Uh, Dakota Kai cut a great promo explaining why she turned on Raquel Gonzalez last week, an incredible Walter Dragon Off 2 prime target to hype TakeOver 36. Karrion Cross called out Samoa Joe, leading to Joe taking out security to make a statement. But Romeo, I have to ask two questions a twofold question. How excited are you for TakeOver 36 with the card taking shape? And what's this the most boring episode of NXT? Because not a lot to to, to talk <laughs> it's about. from this.
3: boring. Do you just Damn. not like love prevail? Does that bore you? Love
1: prevail? She,
0: right. It shouldn't prevail. He lost.
3: He lost. She is not a slave.
0: Why do we make stipulations? <laughs> why do we have stipulations then?
1: Right. That's, that's why? Why? We the just like, had them gonna... have a fight, and then she would have just still kissed him in, in any way. It's not
3: 1996. We can't be putting up women for property. Um... She's going to defy the way okay. and probably find herself out of the way. And that's just going to be Index lives. Index is a heartwarming story. Uh, love conquers all. A I'm, heartwarming
0: story sorry. of a stalker and his stalky. Hey, don't together. judge people
3: for what they're interested in. Some people like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really kinky for them, you know?
0: This is the type of analysis yeah. you can get on <laughs> NX3 every single week, <laughs> ladies Come and gentlemen. Out. And speaking this of. It would
2: have been that typical Wednesday night Warriors where Romeo would have somehow defended NXT for being a better episode.
0: Yeah, somehow. Was Some...
4: show. It wasn't a show, than
0: AEW. Okay. At least he admits that. <laughs> um, WWE <laughs> Raw this week drew uh, 1.82 million viewers. Nikki Ash. I don't even
1: Nikki know H- how, to be honest.
0: Nikki ASH defeated Charlotte Flair in a no-holds barred match. Goldberg confronted Lashley and speared MVP to uh, set up Lashley versus Lashley at Summerslam. Why is I,
1: hate Goldberg. I um, hate Goldberg? I'm so sorry. Boy, um, this is un this is this is the ultimate slap to Bobby Lashley in the face. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is such so, such trash. This is beyond, like, and it's the p- part where he's probably going to have, he's going to beat him up in, like, five seconds. It's just, I, I hope Goldberg will lose, but that's not the case. He'll be Gage champion, Holberg then just relinquish it and Listerio give to somebody else. Who the, who, it's just stupid.
0: Almost. Oh, I my had- God.
1: Don't know. Mm-mm. <laughs>
0: Almost dominated uh Riddle in three minutes. Uh, Thank you. and and Keith Lee defeated Karrion Cross, tying their series of uh main roster matches. Uh what was your thoughts on um Keith Lee getting over, over Carry and Cross, uh top guy JJ?
2: Oh get the, come on the dead with dead oh, so. get, get the fuck out of here with this crap. Like <laughs> come, come come you are you, go, you, you gonna throw after a year and a half, you're gonna throw Keith Lee a bone. <laughs> like get out of here. Get out of here with this <sighs> uh-huh. nonsense. Yo, I called this shit during the pandemic even. Like, yo, no. No, you're not going to sit here and make this guy come back and lose two matches in a row in less than 10 minutes time for both matches and then give him a W and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, he's on the way up." This is for all you angry people that has angry at Keith Lee. Yes, his booking has been the worst thing other than Bray
1: Wyatt's. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's fucking trash. You made him win both titles yeah, to it did give on top one away. Head. And then on top of that, you make
2: Carrion Cross the guy to lose to him? <laughs> like, like, this is an
1: in and both he's areas. To be like the top and guy, yeah. This yep. is a double
2: L. <laughs> yeah.
0: Double L for yeah, sure. the price of one. Uh, Impact Homecoming This was uh, this past weekend. Deanna Parrazza and Drama King Matthew Rin- Rinwalt, uh, formerly known as Aiden English, making his debut. Oh,
2: he still kept the Drama King, that's cool.
0: Uh, he won. They won the homecoming King and Queen tournament, beating Decay in the finals. Josh Alexander defeated uh, Black Taurus to retain the X-Division Championship. Eddie Edwards ended W. Morrissey's undefeated streak in a hardcore main event. Then on Impact on Access TV, Eddie Edwards, Sammy Catalan, and Frankie Kazarian of AEW defeated Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers in a good six-man tag main event with Eddie beating uh, Machine gun. Chris Bay defeated Juice Robinson and officially joined the Bullet Club. Jake something beat Rohit Raju, Davari and Trey Miguel in an X-Division number one contenders match. Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace defeated Fire and Flavor. After the match, Savannah Evans came down and beat down Kira Hogan and aligned with Tasha Steels to end Fire and Flavor. Sad tear emoji. Uh, And then Finally, we got to talk about Smackdown this week
4: Final Smackdown was headlined by the advertised main event of Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin Although Baron Corbin is still in his broke phase It seemed that he was ready for a matchup with Finn Balor, but it wasn't meant to be Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin in just three minutes in a convincing victory for the former NXT champion And not resting on his laurels, he cut a promo, calling out John Cena for taking his opportunity for the Universal Championship at SummerSlam. He said three years ago he would have laughed it off, but now this Finn Balor wants Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. The Universal Champion, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, took offense to Finn Balor calling him out. And he seemed to be in a confrontation with Balor until Balor decided to push him out of the ring when Roman was trying to blow him off. Instead of Roman coming back into the ring to confront him, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Uso, attacked... But Balor from behind, Balor got the best of the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and then once again called out Roman Reigns to get into the ring. The two men got into a scuffle, which Balor seemed to get the better of, until the Usos made it a 3-on-1 beatdown, laying out the former NXT Champion to end the show. Also to kick off the show, Sasha Banks explained her actions from last week explaining that she is responsible for Bianca Belair's success and that Bianca cried at Wrestlemania because she was across the ring from the greatest of all time. Bianca came down and called out Sasha for those comments and said that if she is the greatest of all time that she's beaten her at Wrestlemania and that gets under Sasha Banks' skin. The two women made a challenge and it was accepted for SummerSlam, so it will be Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at SummerSlam for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Selena Vega also got involved in this confrontation, leading to a championship contenders match between Vega and Belair, with Belair getting the victory. Also on this show, Edge and Seth Rollins had a promo exchange. Seth Rollins via satellite, basically laughing at Edge for his beatdown from last week. Edge brought up their history with with Seth Rollins not Taking out Edge in 2014, which led to Edge eliminating him at the 2020 and 2021 Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins enraged accepted Edge's challenge for SummerSlam, so it will be Edge versus Seth Rollins one-on-one at SummerSlam. To follow up on the mass releases that were announced during the Friday Night SmackDown telecast, PW Insider has reported a reason for these mass cuts from NXT. WWE, according to PW Insider, has plans to repackage NXT with a new logo, new lighting, and a different format to shows. It was also said that the idea is for there to be more focus on younger talent going further. So it seems that WWE has new plans, new direction for NXT, and these latest batch of releases is to work towards that. It remains to be seen what these new changes will include, and who will be in charge directly. If it will still be Triple H, or will Vince McMahon have more of a hand on the developmental territory? We will keep you updated on further updates regarding this report, and regarding the direction of NXT, on True Hill Heat 138, next week.
0: And that was all from what we missed this week Now we gotta do our news rundown WWE news According to Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net There is growing concern in WWE That SummerSlam will be cancelled And they will be forced to return to the ThunderDog New cases of uh, wow. COVID are coming up uh, thanks to the Delta variant, and Chrissy loves saying panorama instead of pandemic, and the amount I of people who still aren't uh, vaccinated due to this. Beau- How about
1: pandemonium? Is that better? I could like do pandemonium. They love there pandemonium.
0: Go. There you go. We got to change it up. You got to come up with a different pan every week. Uh, okay. Do-
1: Never. Ever,
0: oh, I got it <laughs> Due to this both AEW and WWE Have been discussing backup plans In case uh, states begin To restrict mass gatherings again Internally WWE expects that they Will be they will have to go back To the performance center or possibly The Thunderdome within a couple of weeks They believe that SummerSlam will be Canceled and they won't be on the road In four weeks time or so uh, Some are worried about how They will be able to proceed In a non-contained environment do you think that it's likely that Summerslam may be canceled? And would you be interested in Summerslam inside the Thunderdome? Still, Top Guy JJ.
2: You know what? Honestly, it, it, it's gonna kind of. I'm gonna kind of twist my. F- Summerslam is literally two weeks away. Like, let's mm-hmm. let let us let's, let's get let's let's hopefully hope that this 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 variant doesn't make numbers hit Florida type numbers. Because Florida had literally over 10,000 hospitalizations in a matter of a day, which broke their own record prior to the pandemic. So it's something to keep an eye on. So, I mean, it is two weeks away. There's literally 60,000 people that bought tickets to this event. People bought plane tickets. People are traveling from all over the place to go to this event. That's mm-hmm, got to be mm-hmm. a state-by-state thing. So I can't say they shouldn't cancel it. It's got to be a state-by-state thing. It depends on how the variant is handled in Vegas. Because yeah. they got to be able to make a decision literally probably by the next couple of days, if that's the case. Because you can't tell people on August 18th, oh, the show was canceled. You cannot do that to people. Right, right. Yeah, when they already not. made
0: plans, yeah.
2: As people, are, people are checking in their flights at that time. Like People are already mm-hmm, checking in. Mm-hmm. Like. People, especially if you're coming, if you're going from New York, Vegas is a six and a half hour flight. So that's not a short flight to go to somewhere that gets canceled. So you're not going to be able to do that to people. So they got to know that you got to let people know very, very soon.
1: But also people also have tickets to the other shows as well. They got tickets. They want to see.
0: Well, takeover is not in Vegas. though. Yeah, it's not in Vegas yet.
1: Right, but I'm saying, but yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, the Pacquiao fight and
0: UFC is the next day.
2: Wow, Wow. Pacquiao fight, same night, crazy. Um...
0: John Cena discussed, uh, being a part-timer in WWE when speaking with, uh, USA Today saying, and I quote, man, I wish there was some sort of fountain of youth where I could be a full-time contributor. The longer they continue to bet on an aging prospect that makes, uh, WWE's future a little bit less stable. Now we've, uh, I've been called anti-WWE, Chrissy uh. Love called anti-WWE, but this is coming from one of WWE's top stars. So, I've what is your thoughts on that? Anti
1: WWE? Really?
0: By yes, yeah. some in the, in the live chat during wow. the live
1: chat. I saw training. it
3: too. I saw it. I heard.
1: Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> What's your thoughts on John Cena saying this?
1: Care. He's correct. The product is already stale. It's not going to be stale. It already is stale. Keep bringing back Goldberg, who keeps killing people when he fights them. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I mean, it's it's what it is. It's in the product. Wow. Okay. I love WWE. I wish WWE would just give us what we would ask for, like they promised. But, of course, that's nothing that's not new because they don't keep their fucking promises. So, therefore, I have to tell them and tell you guys out there what it is. Sorry, not sorry. Sheesh. It is still. Nothing to be sorry Stop giving us carbon copy, copy and paste.
0: So Chrissy Love will will rejoin us shortly, but PW Insider reports that uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. is officially signed with WWE. No plans yet on which brand uh, he will appear for. After reports that he was supposed to be sent to NXT UK to feud with Volter last year, before the pandemic stopped those plans. PW Insider also reports that former NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray is currently in Florida and has been spotted at the. WWE Performance Center in in Orlando. It's unknown if she will appear on NXT at this time. And WWE has announced a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match for SummerSlam. The company announced on Thursday that the Usos will defend their titles against the Mysterios on the pay-per-view. And this one I got to ask for Romeo. Charlotte Flair received some heat online following her promo from Raw, referencing Simone Biles' uh, mental health in an an attempt to compare herself to the gymnast. What was your thoughts on Charlotte Flair's promo?
3: She is reading what is given to her. So uh, it's not like she's freestyling it. You know what I mean? Like some other companies.
0: We will get to that We'll get to that No worries No worries at all We'll keep We'll keep We keep it current And we keep it 100 Here on True Hill Heat Chrissy is in deep thought Over Charlotte Flair's, uh Promo That we just discussed But Other news We got uh, Gable Stevenson An aspiring WWE superstar Has become an Olympic gold medalist In freestyle wrestling After an epic comeback On three time world champion Georgia's uh, Gino Gino Petr uh Gable scored five points with only ten seconds remaining in the match. All eyes are on his next move. He could return to college for his senior season and cash in on NCAA's rule changes regarding um, making money off your name, image, and likeness. And he has also talked about joining WWE. He has no, he has a uh, known. Paul Heyman since he was a in junior high school, and he was seen photographed with Heyman and Roman Reigns at this year's WrestleMania. Being from the University of Minnesota, Minnesota one of his mentors is also Brock Lesnar. So very interesting, an uh, Olympian potentially coming to WWE. Sounds familiar.
3: That kid's uh, gonna be a big deal. Watch.
0: I'm pretty sure of that. If he's an Olympian and he follows in the trend of other great uh, amateur wrestlers, he's sure to be another star. Uh, Renee Buket gave an update on uh, Wrestling Inc. Speaking of Wrestling Inc., that she might return to the world of professional wrestling, noting that she's nearly finished with her WWE non-compete clause. Uh, PW Insider reports that at this time, Becky Lynch does not appear to be part of WWE's plans for SummerSlam in Las Vegas on August 21st. First, the word at the latest DV tapings was that she would return to WWE TV in the fall, with October openly being discussed. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Becky Lynch is likely to return by or after Labor Day. And finally, Lucha Libre Online reports that St- Braun Strowman is set to make his first WWE appearance as he will, he has agreed to appear at the event of Quater Pro Wrestling. He will show up at QPW's Super Slam 3, which happens in Quater on February 26th at the Los Sports Arena. And we, as we move on, AEW news. Feifel Select reports that AEW is reportedly set to sign Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, it was slated that uh, with AEW having a casino woman's battle royale at All Out, the likely plan is for Ruby to be the Joker card, aka the last entrant in the match. Top guy JJ, what's your thoughts on Ruby Soho coming to AEW?
2: Ah, oh, perfect fit absolute perfect fit and it's uh, it's an injection that the women's division needs so they are on the rise but obviously you know with 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 goat baker being a little limited in the ring so we haven't seen all the stellar stuff from what the what these ladies have been doing i'm glad to see Jake cargill is finally back um so that that's good so to see ruby soho coming through as well good injection really good injection so obviously hopefully you know she gets the respect in there as well but Up and up, up and up for that.
0: In more controversial news, Max Castor was under controversy for the entrance rap he did on the August 3rd episode of AEW Dark. He made a mental health remark about Simone Biles and then talked about treating those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. In 2006, there was a major news story about three members of the Duke Lacrosse team allegedly raping a student from North Carolina Central University who was also a stripper at a team party. It aired unedited Despite taking place six days before being put on uh, YouTube, which did lead to controversy to the point AEW took the episode down and put it back up with the with the uh, rap edited out, which made it an even bigger story. This led to people trying to get AEW star AEW to fire Caster on social media. Airing on October fourth on Busted Open Radio, Khan said from now on he will be taking over the editing for both Dark and Dark elevator Uh, He said I have no idea how he will uh, Well, he said on the subject of dark and one of those teams that broke through uh, And he really he really came and did a good job through dark talking about max caster And he says one of those teams is the acclaimed that's anthony bowens and Max caster and speaking of dark He said last night on dark max caster's rap was terrible And that's why he will be taking over the editing because that slipped through uh, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net reports that Tony Nese and Kira Hogan were backstage at the homecoming AEW event this, uh, this week. Nice was released from WWE in June, while Hogan just finished up with Impact Wrestling in July. Romeo, what would you think about either one of those stars joining AEW? Both.
3: Both good. Both good pieces. Uh, Tony Nese, but, uh, I'd rather see him somewhere else, Tony Nice we could stand out.
0: I agree there. AEW has filed for an eyebrow-raising uh, trademark, submitting an application for King of Hearts. Right? Fightful reports that the company filed for the trademark on July 28th with the intent to use wrestling exhibitions and performances by a professional wrestler and entertainer rendered live and through broadcast media. As noted on last week's show, AEW Rampage at the United Center for the first dance on August 20th sold out as pre-sale and has officially sold out with all tickets available. AEW may put out more tickets on sale, but it will go down as one of the most attended events in company history. What do you think about uh, the, the first dance selling out without CM Punk being confirmed, Top Guy JJ?
2: That's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool. It shows that also that people are invested in AEW product right now. Like, people's got their eyeballs on this, and clearly, with the with the viewership going up, and with everything happening in AEW, it's just, it's it's the place to be right now. When you go to a wrestling show, it's the place to be. You know what, when, when we used to go to all of these independent shows, and we used to always, that's, a, AEW is the place to be right now. If you don't go to an AEW show in your area, you're missing out on some really great shit.
0: According to a report by PW Insider, uh, CM Punk would be able to still use the theme song uh, Cult of Personality in AEW if he signs with the promotion. While WWE did license the song while CM Punk was in the company, Punk has been gone from WWE since 2014, and also WWE did not have any exclusive. Exclusivity on the song rights in procuity, and there were are reportedly no issues that would prevent AEW from silencing the song for use on AEW programming. Chrissy, are you all good? You were in deep thought there, deep thought.
1: <sighs> Someone tried to hijack my computer, but it's all right.
0: Yeah, it's that, <laughs> the shit that happens
2: when you start talking about Raw, man. Yeah, North, you know what? North Korea. The WWE still
1: people. Us. Yep. And they North are Korea. definitely against us.
0: <laughs> um
3: post wrestling
0: <laughs> reports that during a virtual meeting greet for the asylum wrestling store, Darby Allen denied that his promo on AEW Dynamite last week was about CM Punk. He said that he was referring to Sammy Guevara instead. Chrissy Love, do you believe Darby Allen? No. Thank you. That's all I needed <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> AEW announced the full Lineup for next week's Dynamite in Pittsburgh, uh, Impact Impact World Ch- Tag Team Championship On the line, the Good Brothers will defend Against Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order, Labor of Jericho number Four, Chris Jericho versus Warlow With MJF in Warlow's corner Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander and American Top Team's Dan Lambert will appear And return and says that he's coming with Backup, uh, New wow. Japan Pro wrestling news new japan uh announced that new japan strong in new parts of america announcing events for philadelphia as well as garland texas the company announced that new japan strong autumn attack will take place on september 25th and 26th in garland while new japan showdown will take place at the 2300 arena in philadelphia on october 16th and 17th with both events being NW- new japan strong um tapings. New Japan announced that Moose will face Tomo Ishii at the October 14th show in what is being called a bonus match. What you think about Moose versus Ishii in the US, Top Guy, JJ?
2: damn. I hope Moose can handle that. (laughs) That's a big step up for Moose, man. Like, listen, I know you... You like to call yourself a wrestling god and all of that, but you're going to need
0: some Jesus on your side after these hits. <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that the Never open way 6-Man Tag Team titles will be on the line on the October, on the August 10th uh, stop on the New Japan uh, Summer Struggles Tour. Tomoe Shii Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi of Chaos will defend against Bushi, Sanada, and Tensuya Naito of Los Inganables de Japon. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter Letter reports that the Tokyo Dome will be undergoing renovation soon, and it may have an effect on New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 16 in January. Renovation is mm-hmm. stir- still currently planned to happen on January fourth, which is the traditional date for the annual event. It's unknown if New Japan Pro Wrestling currently plans to change the date or location at this time. In interesting Impact Wrestling news, Jordan Gray spoke with our our good friend Alex McCarthy of Talk Sport and discussed the. AEW impact wrestling uh, Relationship on her frustrations With the forbidden door and exchange Of female talent she said honestly I was super surprised when it first got Announced but as the months have dragged On with only a few things happening And never really happening for the women I've been more disappointed Than anything else really because I thought the forbidden door was definitely going To be wide open instead of Having Mm. to knock and only a few People get in at, at a time But you know that's the nature of the business right on why women haven't been able to cross over as much she says i have no i have absolutely no idea i'm sure it has a lot to do with politics and who can go over etc you know how it is people don't want their people to lose so on and so forth chrissy love are you been disappointed that no ladies have been going back and forth between aew and impact
1: um Yes, because um, we've only gotten uh, between A.W. and W.A. So, yes, I, I would have thought since the door was open and we're seeing a lot of the guys go, you know, cross over, we should have some of the women come in and, you know, do their thing as well. I mean, I guess you got to give it time, maybe. I maybe mean, they only like signed on for a certain amount of people, probably. Who knows? Or maybe they just, you know, wanted to do the whole elite thing and then, you know, do go from there and then bring the other people in. So I guess it's all in due time and we still have to remember it is a panorama uh, so that's you know well, we pandemonium, sorry we have we still have a pandemonium right now so
0: And speaking of AEW, Josh Alexander has officially challenged an AEW talent to face him for the X Division Championship at Bound for Glory in October. And in our final news notes, PW Insider reports that NWA 73 anniversary at the Chase Ballroom in St. Louis has officially sold out. Congratulations to NWA. However, tickets are still available for NWA Empower and the later TV tapings. Speaking of uh, former talents of uh, NWA, or TNA or Impact Wrestling, Dixie Carter uh, made her first wrestling appearance in a while, popping up on this week's ROH Women's Division Wednesday. Wednesday's episode saw the former TNA president appear to open open the show, praising the rise of women's wrestling and wishing the competitors well in the tournament. And then Chelsea Green is set to make her her in-ring debut for ROH in a tag match at at Glory by Honor Night 2. ROH announced on thursday that green is set to team up with willow and roxy against uh uh, and mercedes Alize at the against uh, roxy and mercedes Alize at the event which takes place on august 21st in philadelphia pennsylvania so finally we have our final segment and with summerslam just a few weeks away we decided to put together individual and collective mr summerslam mount rushmore so we're gonna each give Sh- you know a short explanation of our mount rushmore why we chose our particular names and then we will decide what our mount rushmore is if you're watching this live in the live chat you can give us your mount rushmore of the best performers in Summerslam history or if you're watching us on replay drop it down in the comment section below as always let's do ladies first miss chrissy love what is your mount rushmore of mr. Summerslam?
1: um so are we doing from uh four to one or one to four?
0: You can do it in whatever order you like.
1: Okay. So, um, for my number four pick, uh, I believe I pick the rock, um, Mr. People's elbow, people's eyebrow, all of the above. Um, the rock is just Amazing. And you know, he was at consecutive SummerSlam's uh, main eventing and he deserves to be there. Um, my number three will uh a part of the Attitude Era, of course, Mr. Stone Cold. Um, again, another person that was uh transcended uh that time when we were younger and just like headlined and just made wrestling like fun to watch and enjoyable as we were young kids. Um and he broke his neck
0: th- out of SummerSlam.
1: And he broke his neck at a SummerSlam, uh, too. So, you know, he's put his body on the line quite a few times. Sure. So my number two would be uh, our tribal chief, the one and only Roman Reigns, as he should be. Um, Can I give an honorable mention uh, to some of the ladies? They have never headlined in a SummerSlam, but... You know, hopefully they can be on an, an, uh, 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 our Mount Rushmore in the later years to come. Um, they've had great matches during SummerSlam, but um, they haven't been uh, in the forefront of all of the SummerSlam. So we have to give an honorable mention to the ladies. Um, and then my number one. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. You like that, right? Um, Mr. John Cena himself. <laughs> Even if he has to keep coming back when I'm sure he doesn't want to, but he is the main guy, the head guy that you can think of this summer, you think of wrestling, that would be Mr. John Cena himself. He's been at the Summer Slams. He's had on every bright-ass color, as you can imagine, <laughs> and he keeps bringing them back. Um, so, yeah, uh, that that's my Mount Rushmore. What'd you say? Never give up. Never give up, friend. (laughs) He
0: never gives up with the colors. Uh, Romeo, let's let's go to you next. Our special guest with us this week. Give us your your individual. Yes, I like those. I like those. You make good points with all of those. Uh, Romeo, what is your Mount Rushmore?
3: At number four, I have the Beast, the Conqueror, Brock Lesnar.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, It's
3: just been all over SummerSlam, you know, just Mm -hmm. main evented plenty of times. Number three, the dead man, the Undertaker, who has more Mm -hmm. wins than anyone else in SummerSlam history.
1: Oh, wow. Good job. Good pick. Didn't think about that one. Good stat. Number two.
3: (laughs) Number two, Sound the Trumpets, John Cena. (laughs) Just the matches with uh, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins alone. And number 1 the hitman Bret Hart this is just a uh, sentimental for me my favorite match is Mr. Perfect Owen Hart <laughs> Yes yes, British Bulldog, yes yes The Undertaker uh, on and and, on. I, and I love the symmetry here you know Shawn Michaels Mr. WrestleMania
1: Bret mm. Hart I, I, I love Mr. The SummerSlam symmetry. Oh good good one I like that I like, I how like, you, like it as well that in there man
0: Top Guy JJ,
2: yeah, there you go. I mean, another great group. I mean, I think a lot of us is going to sound kind of similar here, but my number four is the, num- is the guy with the most appearances and the most wins is the Undertaker, of course. I mean, the Phenom. Reason why he's not higher is because his matches until he started his the latter part of his career weren't really in the main event scene, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of taking some credit away from there. Number three. It's, I mean, it, it pains me to say this because I, I, I say this with a heavy heart. It's Bret Hart. Like, that's my all time favorite wrestler. That's my all time, that's my, that's my hero. That's my dude. That's the dude that got me into professional wrestling. But obviously, things, the way things ended, he did have his classic matches, as Romeo very nicely put out and, and stated. Um, it wasn't enough. I just didn't feel like it was mm. enough matches. The, the resume wasn't stacked enough. Um, number two, of course. I mean, we we, we done the trumpets. We did the... <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it's, it's John Cena for me. It's John Cena for me because, I mean, what he did with Seth Rollins, what he did with Daniel Bryan, what he did with Brock Lesnar, like what he did for all of... What he did for all of these guys. Because John Cena has a terrible record at SummerSlam. His record (laughs) is awful at SummerSlam, but what he did for all of these guys and the match quality for all of these dudes, for AJ Styles as well, like, my God, Cena, Cena, there's a reason Cena's the GOAT. It's not just because of all his wins, but but for a lot of his matches. And and come on, come on, come on. That logo behind you, Romeo, is synonymous with the number one guy, which is Brock fucking Lesnar. (laughs) Like... Brock Lesnar has main at SummerSlam with every single person that is a freaking legend in the WWE with the exception of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. He main evented with The Rock. He main evented with Kurt Angle. He main evented with John Cena. He main evented with Roman Reigns. He main evented with Randy Orton. Like, I'm missing people in CM Punk. Like The amount of main events that this man had at SummerSlam is astronomical. Like, and, and his reputation at SummerSlam, Mister the summer of the beast. Like, literally, mm-hmm. every time SummerSlam rolls around, you knew Brock Lesnar was going to be there. You knew Brock Lesnar was going to come out and show out. I mean, it, it it was, to me, it was pretty easy. But, you know, obviously, other people have other reasons. But seeing a man dominate SummerSlam for damn near a decade and a half like that was, was it's, it's too impressive for me.
0: Another great Mount Rushmore there as well. All three of you did an exceptional job. I have an article up on Sports SportsKeter Wrestling Night right now which talks about all the superstars that have main evented consecutive Summer Slams and you guys have done a great job of naming pretty much uh, all those guys. I mean, you gotta mention guys like Hulk Hogan, Macho Mary, Andy Savage, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior, who did it in the earlier years. But my number four would have to be John Cena. This man's stole the show at 2007 SummerSlam against Randy Orton, stole the show at uh, the 2010 against The Nexus, 2011 against CM Punk, 2013 against Danny O'Brien, 2014 against Brock, 2015 against Seth, 2016 against AJ Styles. This man deserves
1: to be Go on, on, and this. on and on and <laughs> on. Oh, and hey, on uh, <laughs> number 4. Four. Right? Huh? <laughs> what happened? What you I about said about
2: what happened for number 4.
1: <laughs> well, we don't know
2: yet. We
0: don't know. Well, I can't, we, I, can't you tell, know. I can't tell the future. You know. I can't tell the future. He won't. This to his legacy. He, he will headline this year's WrestleMania as well. Uh, coming in at number 3, The Rock. The Rock stole the show at one of my favorite SummerSlams of all time, the 1998 in Madison Square Garden against Triple H in the ladder match that put him and Triple H at main event oh. status. Then he headlined mm-hmm. three straight. He became the first man to headline three straight SummerSlams in 2000 against Angle and Triple H, in 2001 against Booker T, in 2002 against Brock Lesnar. That passing of the torch moment against Brock Lesnar should always be recognized, should always be recognized for what he did there. Coming in at number two is the man that, if it wasn't for the credentials of my number one, he would be the Mr. SummerSlam, in my opinion. It's Brett the Hitman, Hart, like Romeo said. 91, 92, 94, and even 93 against Doink the Clown. He stole the show. <laughs> against some of the best wrestlers of all time he even before that before he was on his own him and Jim the of Nightheart against Demolition in uh, the 1990 SummerSlam was the best match on that card so Bret Hart deserves it he put SummerSlam on his back and became Mr. SummerSlam but that was until the return of the beast Brock Lesnar Because prior to Brock leaving WWE in 2002, like I said, he main evented against The Rock, won his first WWE Championship. 2003, he didn't main event, but he was in the best match on the show against Kurt Angle for the WWE Championship. 2012, he comes back, he main events for the second time against Triple H. 2013, one of the best matches on the show against CM Punk. And then from 2014 to 2019, he made history in headlining six straight SummerSlams. Brock Lesnar is Mr. SummerSlam, and he has really taken that and made it his own event. So mm. I
3: hope I people say- take that seriously. You know, a lot of people don't like to give Brock Lesnar flowers.
0: Should. You should give him flowers because he deserves it. Yeah. So I think I think uh, three of us have Brock Lesnar on our list.
1: So you guys win. Three of (laughs) us
0: have uh, Bret Hart on our list. All four of us have John Cena on our list. So it really comes down to the fourth spot for our collective uh, SummerSlam Mount Rushmore here. So it's between Roman, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, and The Rock. Two of us have The Rock. Two of you have The Undertaker. So I think it's between the Rock Taker and the Undertaker. Yeah. So let's go around the board once again, based on the arguments that have been made. Who gets the final spot, <laughs> Chrissy Love who you got, Rock or The Undertaker? The Rock, sir. The Rock. We're going to Top Guy JJ.
2: Uh, you know, you know, he was number four on my list, so <laughs> oh, I, don't mind, I don't mind. I don't mind bumping him out for the Rock. We'll go for the Rock. Yo, shout-out to Edge, though, too. Like, I mean, yo. I was about to like, say honorable
1: mention of Edge, too, yes.
0: Edge deserves some honorable mention. 2008 against The Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Of course, 2000, TLC. Uh, that great matchup. So, him and Eddie in 2002. So, yeah, he's done. He main-evented against John Cena in 2006. So, yeah, he does deserve yeah, some credit as well.
3: SummerSlam record. And back. he's got another one coming up against Seth Rollins.
0: Indeed, indeed. I will also go with The Rock, so I think
3: even this without... No. top guy, why'd you give in? Hey, he could have had this tied. I'm Underfaker.
0: sorry, I'm sorry. Although The Undertaker has the most wins, his matches, I'm sorry, I can't forgive... I made that, him
2: number four, that was the reason.
0: I can't forgive him for The Undertaker versus The Underfaker main eventing over Brett versus Owen. That's my whole well, thing. He also
3: <laughs> <King Mabel. laughs> he had a SummerSlam match against
2: King Mabel. He had SummerSlam match against King Mabel. I yeah. mean... These matches were very, like, meh, but he, he did win. He also had
3: Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind, Randy Orton, Edge, Brock Lesnar. The Rock went Hollywood. Not long enough for The Rock.
0: Hey, he, mm. but in in his short run, he had Triple yeah. A. Yeah, all, all, of, the the all of the great matches.
1: His triple A matches the win over is the is pretty
0: much one. better than all the matches you just named. Uh, yeah. Him, him, yeah. him the, the triple, and he main Sorry, event Rome, in three Three straight years.
3: You're right here, folks. Having the most wins at SummerSlam means nothing.
0: Means exactly nothing.
3: Especially if the is, match was it trash. It's an honorable mention.
4: Right.
0: That is that is our Mount Rushmore. If you want to make it a top five, yeah, the Undertaker could get the fifth spot. Okay, Romeo, I could hey, see, right. I could see to you there. Your I could see to you there. there. Right. But five, let us know one, your <laughs> Mount Rushmore <laughs> in the live chat or comment section below. But that brings us to a wrap on True Hill Heat 137. We will be going live for True Hill Heat 138 next week, and it's a special one. We're gonna do short on the news and what's going on in the wrestling world, the majority of the podcast will be devoted to me and Top Guy JJ somehow trying to work on the same page to verse our good friends of Fightful Wrestling, the Distraction Podcast, Joe Joseph Hobert and Jeremy Lambert as it's the distraction versus true heel heat in the first ever live wrestling fantasy draft. We're miss chrissy and you guys you guys watching us live as the judges so That'll we will see who we'll puts together the better roster and of course you can check out the full lineup right here on true hill heat available now romeo thank you for joining us on true hill heat 137 please let the people know they can find you here or on social Butter.
1: media thank you for
3: having me um I did want to add that maybe The Undertaker's head would take too long to construct on a Mountain Rushmore. So that's another good point, I guess, to not have the
1: Undertaker. All <laughs> right.
3: The big forehead, you know, you get what I'm saying? Anyways, you can find me, the pride of the night, on Instagram, right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, rated Raw Superstars. You don't have to watch Raw. Just watch me and Drunk Guy JJ for much less time and much more entertaining every Monday, 11.15. Uh, 15. Check out NX3, me, Chris G, and S. We go over NXT every week and definitely check out true rewinds me sp3 junk guy jj the monday night war we got another live one coming up we're gonna be it's gonna be true rewind 50 uh as we talk in your house number seven good friends better enemies and the watch alongs hit the bell for notifications on the youtube channel so you know when we go live or when we have a live video scheduled for another watch along where i'll definitely be on those
0: absolutely he's doing a great job with those thank you so much for joining us on True Hill Heat 137 Miss Chrissy Love where can they find you
1: I'm the cessation Miss Chrissy Love you can find me here every week with my guy my top guys that are right here with me SP and top guy JJ um, but you can follow me on IG Twitter and on Facebook it is Chrissy Love or Miss Chrissy Love underscore or just plain Crystal Lynch
0: and top guy JJ where can they find you
2: on Instagram you can find me at truehill_topguyjj um and for the YouTube channel you can find me weekly here with these lovely people here and sometimes our awesome special guests like thank you Romeo for filling in um and on round tables round tables you know sometimes the more round tables it depends if the product is worth talking about you
1: know some round in a good roundtable friend
0: We we shall see we shall we bring see the energy. You can find me here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, of course, on the flagship podcast, as well as True Rewind. Like Romeo said, good friends, better enemies in your house number seven. We go live on Monday. So check our social media account when we'll let you know what time we'll be going live. You can of course find me on the Twitter machine at truehillsp SP3. You can of course find me on the wrestling daily YouTube channel every single Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. BST. We have a special Monday edition of Wrestling Daily that's going live at 8 p.m. Uh, BST, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So I'll be on twice on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. Go over, subscribe over there. We're trying to hit 15K. Of course, you can also find me on the Powered4TV YouTube channel for Powered4SP3, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, 4 p.m. BST. And the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel with Ale- with uh, Rick Ucchino and the legendary Dutch Mantel with the post show for SmackDown Smack Talk and of course you can follow the gang True Hill Heat on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and we have a special announcement to end the show. True Hill Heat will now be the official sponsor one of the official sponsors for Warrior Wrestling Switchblade Series where Switchblade, Jay White, the Never Open Weight Champion will be making his debut for Warrior Wrestling and True Hill Heat will be the official sponsors for the Warrior Wrestling women's championship matchup between kylie ray and one of our our favorites here on true hill heat thunder rosa so true (laughs) hill heat is proud to be a sponsor for warrior wrestling thank you to steve totorello and all the gang at warrior wrestling we'll have a representative there of the stat king in chicago illinois that is the same weekend of the first dance so a lot of great uh great professional wrestling coming to the chicago area but of course like this video share this video on all your favorite social media platforms if you are new to the true hill heat youtube channel smash that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here and we will see you next week on true hill heat 138 of course if you're listening to us on any of your favorite podcast platforms make us your favorite give us a five-star review and we'll shout you out on the next true hill heat and true hill heat is also available on powered TV. So until True Hill Heat 138 for Romeo Anthony for Cologne, for the beautiful Miss Chrissy Love, for Top Guy JJ, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are
1: signing off until next time.